0: Recognize, real go, recognize, real, go, recognize, real, real. Only
1: gon' recognize, still, deal, deal reckon I will.
2: Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get this time. Let's go your hands
3: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy, and we are back once again, man. Sunday, 10-16, 2011. It is 8 o'clock, and it's time to rock with your boy, P. We back on the air, baby. Just definitely want to give a B.I.G. shout-out to everybody out there who always tune into the show, who always come through to show us a lot of love. Man, I love that. I feel like we deserve, because we put in what we call hard work, and uh, we definitely go hard. So shout-out to everybody out there who make us the number one black conservative radio show, talk radio show in the Southeastern United States, baby. We came a long way, and we're still going, and we're still striving. We're still working, and we just got to keep moving. So shout out to everybody out there who always come with us and who always listen to the show. I really appreciate you guys. Um, this evening, we're going to talk about regrets. Uh, we're talking about regrets that prevents progression or that has prevented progression In any of our lives So if you guys got anything to share with us You can definitely come on And uh, share some of those regrets with us I don't know if you guys tuned in with this last week But uh, we had a good financial segment And and Charlotte came through for stretchingyourbudget.com Charlotte's going to be here tonight as well You know, 8.15, she'll be on doing her thing till 8.30 But uh, Charlotte actually came on last week And gave us some absolutely terrific tips And and, uh, I gotta say, man Charlotte, her, her tips always work for me I mean, I, I actually apply these tips to my life, and uh, you know, we we save some money in the household, man. And you got to with all these mouths I got to feed. So, you know, the super the groceries going up. You know, sometimes they're cutting back on the coupons, and you know, it's, it's getting real crazy out here. You know, in terms of our uh, grocery shopping or, or your grocery bills. And I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, but I've definitely noticed the change in what we're spending in groceries compared to what we spent even last year last year was how i was complaining about it last year but compared to this year is no contest at all whatsoever so you know what we're dedicated to doing is uh we bring charlotte on it and she actually has tips for you guys t- uh, to help you live a little bit more frugal um compared to how you used to live i don't know i i feel like if you listen to charlotte and you apply some of her tips to you know, your daily lives or or at least to your spending habits when it comes to shopping, um, you'll be a little bit off better, a a little bit better off, a little bit off better. That's crazy. A little bit better off. And, um, you know, it's just something to do, man. So that's what we do, man. And we dedicate that segment to you all. Charlotte absolutely dedicates her life to this, folks. You don't know how much time she spends just doing a website alone, stretchingyourbudget.com. Make sure you check it out. The least you could do is check out the website. It's stretchingyourbudget.com. I don't feel like I have to spell that. There's no funky spelling. It is what it is, so you don't have to figure out what's going on. If you can't find it that way, Google it. And, uh, you know, what she does is is extraordinary to me because I know it takes a lot of time to do this show for what we have to do. Shout out to Joe anyway, too, you know, my producer, while he was actually picking on me about the Carolina Panthers taking it L today. You know, he, he tried to go in on me, but it's, it's all good. I am I got my Panthers jersey on now. I was riding my bike with my Panthers jersey on today, so it is what it is. I'm a Panthers man until we get better or we continue to do bad. Don't matter. I'm a rider. But anyway, Um, so I know it takes a lot of time for us to organize a show, and, and that's why I was shouting out Joe. It takes a lot of time for her to organize a website and get that information out to you guys because, I mean, let's face it, you can't afford to spend more money. A lot of people can't afford to spend more money than what they're spending already. So we're looking for tips like that. But when you run across something or someone that doesn't know quite what they're talking about, it it kind of it kind of dampens your spirit um, in terms of of continuing to look for different things that can help you save money because you don't want to run into something and, and and you find you just know right off the bat you know that it's BS. So you, you all you you guys know how you always run across that person too. That one person who knows everything about everything. I know everybody got you. You got to know one of those people. I mean, you can even make up. Try, I, all right, when you go to work tomorrow, uh, for you folks is not working now. Shout out to everybody who's out there earning that dollar right now, but or, or who's got to go in and earn that dollar tonight or whatever. But um, when you go to work, here's what I want you to do. I want you because you, they're, they're always at work. That person's always at work. By the way, you know it's always that one particular person. So I want you to go up to him. And I want you to just make up something totally just way left field and ask ask him, hey, man, do you know about the blue comet <laughs> or the new plant? I don't know. Just just ask him about something that seems like it makes sense. And watch them weasel their way into knowing everything about whatever you're bringing about that has no merit at all. That makes no sense whatsoever, but they're going to weasel their way inside and they're going to be able to tell you in and everything about that and, and how to do it and how they ran across it and blah, 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 man. I, <laughs> shout out to the person at your job who does that. Cause we all got one. I know I got one that worked for me or had one that worked for me. Um, I don't know. I might need to leave that alone, but anyway, um, so Charlotte's going to come on here at eight fifteen, man, and She's going to, she's going to tell you guys how to save a, couple more dollars. And if you missed the episode last week, when we, uh, we had all those financial tips and I also posted it on the Facebook page, that's facebook.com slash KRP radio show. Look that up. But, um, you know, we also posted it on there and we had a lot of listeners come through and and they actually gave some of the same topics that our uh, professionals gave us to give to you all. So I, I thought that was B I G. So that was, that was, that was big to me. You know that a lot of people out there actually has some of the same tips that the professionals have. So that that was real big. That was real huge. So definitely want to give a big shout out to all the listeners out there who participated with us last week. That also gave us some uh, some accurate, some really accurate financial tips, and that, that was beautiful to me. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm a horse man. I, I still can't talk, and uh, I'm taking cough medicine, and I've got the uh, I don't know. Somebody told me to take allergy medicine, and this, that, and the third. But I'm not doing the allergy tablets. I don't like to take medicine. I've been doing a little bit of cough medicine here and there. Um, cough drops galore. So, you know, I, I trying to stay away from so much medication, man. I don't, I don't want to get to the point where I'm taking medicine for everything like a lot of people. But, you know, shout out to you if you do, man. I mean, you know, it is what it is. If, if you need medication to get by, you know, do your thing. But I'm a horse, man, and it's because I'm coaching football for... Six to eight year olds, and my three sons playing this, and I'm also mentoring ten to twelve year olds or ten to thirteen, some a couple fourteen year olds, and uh, you know we get in some uh, shouting matches in there. We get to talking about sports, man, and you know it's a beautiful thing to sit in there and debate these kids and. And one of the debates that we were talking about is uh, I don't know if you guys follow basketball, but we got a lot of basketball followers on here. By the way, um shout out to the NBA lockouts, it's crazy. They're losing a lot of money, a lot of money per week, but um or per day. But uh we get in these shouting matches and uh the last debate that we were talking about was Kobe, Kobe Bryant for you non basketball followers. Kobe LeBron, LeBron James, or MJ? The greatest, Michael like Jordan. Who's the best? Outside of having the the, uh, the championship rings, we just want to know who's the best pound for pound guard um, out of the three. So we ended up, man, we ended up really going in about that. We were definitely arguing about that for a good little while. So I, what little bit of voice uh, I did have left, I lost after the football game. Anyway, shout out to my Hall River Indians, man. We're now five and zero. I'm sorry, four and zero, undefeated. Holding it down. We cannot lose. We have the greatest team. We're playing tomorrow. So looking forward to all my parents to bring all your kids out there, man, and let's have a good time. I actually, look, check this out, folks. At the end of the game, um, you know how you, you're coaching football or you're watching football, and you might tell your kids to get, you know, the best player on their team. Get them. I want you to get them. Hit them hard. Take them out the game. Make them not want to play again, right? So that's what we were doing. We were on the sidelines, man. We were pumped up. The first play of the game, they scored on us, and we were hyped, man. We were going crazy. Ah, the parents are going crazy. I mean, nobody's ever scored on us that fast. You know what I mean? So they had this kid, number three, and he was doing this thing, man. And first play from scrimmage, bam, touchdown, like a 60, 70-yard run, man. This kid was awesome, crazy. So, you know, we're on the sideline, and we're pumped up, and we're fussing at the defense, and and it's just going on and on and on. And we're not cursing at him, but we're telling them, look, hit that number three, get him out of the game, hit him hard. I want you to kill him. So it happened. (laughs) I mean, I'm not laughing at the kid, but, you know, one of the the other coach's son hit him, and and another kid tackled him. And uh, actually, he didn't get hurt from their tackle. I I don't know what he did. I guess he fell on his butt, and he got up slow. He was laying there for a minute, then he got up slow, and they took him out of the game. So uh, that kid didn't play, and we went on our way to win the game. It was still a close game, but long story short, um, you know, you go to the 50 yard line at the end of the game, and and we had just scored. I mean, emotions were high. Fourth down and four, and we got the fourth. We got the first down. We got a touchdown, and you know the crowd is going crazy. We always have 100, 100 to 150 people just for a six to eight year old game. Man, it's crazy. They love us out there. But um, you know the the crowd was going crazy, and 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 the parents were screaming, and the, you know it was just beautiful especially for the kids, and my emotions was definitely caught up in it. But, you know, that we won the game, so we're lining up at the 50. Helmets on. We're going to go, you know, good game, good game. Everybody's going to tell each other good game as we walk in the line. We, you guys know how it goes. I'm sure you have kids or you've seen a little league game. They always shake it up or they dap each other up at the end of the game. But long story short, uh, after all the kids gave each other five and say good game, here comes number three. And his mom and his dad, and uh, they lost their cool, man. They they really lost their cool. She, you know, the mom went on to say, and and these, these are church people, by the way. Cause you you can look at these folks. You know how some some, you know, no disrespect to anybody, but you can look at the old school Christians and tell, hey, you know, them church folks right there. You know what I mean? You you can look at them and tell it, it ain't no it ain't no knock on how they look or how they dressed or nothing negative, but you can just feel it. You can look, you can tell, and a lot of the times I know I can tell. So I knew right away. I'm like, look, calm down, calm down. You know, we don't have to scream, and you know they're holding the mom back and she's going crazy, and the dad's over there, and I'm like, look, man, you you're in good company. You're in good church folk too. You know what I mean? We we I know this is football. I know this is little league football, but relax. You know we don't teach the kids to play dirty. And, and she went on to say, well, they stepped on my baby and they hurt him. And one of the guys, we heard you tell him to kill him and take his head off and take him out the game. And that's just crazy. And why you guys, do? I'm like, it's football, man. We, we teach the kids to be aggressive. That's aggression is a part of football. This is what we do, but it's, it's bigger than just football. I mean, we want to win, but we also mentor these kids. We talk to these kids and it's good. It's a good structure for these kids, but long story short, um, after I said that, the guy said, Well, we church folk too, and y'all some dirty playing mother effers. <laughs> man, I was no good. This man told me we some dirty playing mother effers. Damn near in the same breath he said they were good church folks. And I just I just thought that was crazy. And and to me, um I know it's little league football, I know emotions get caught high and, and, and this, that and the other, but I thought that was totally uncalled for. And it's amazing what we see out here and the frustration that some people, or, or the control, I'll say the control that people lose in in such small things. And these people really lost their cool. They really lost their composure. They, it was crazy. They were cursing in front of the kids and just really going off. And you got to hold people back. You know how Tommy used to hold Martin? They had to hold the mom back, and she was coming out of sideline. And I guess she was going to beat up one of the other coaches because he said, you just a sore loser. But anyway, man, that, that's I just thought I would share that story with you guys. I'm past my time to bring Charlotte on, and she's got a better story for you guys than I got. She's got better information, definitely. But anyway, man, you got to control yourselves, folks. So anyway, Charlotte, where well, you at, love?
4: I am here.
3: You hear me tell that lame story about the I parent? Have I you ever... do.
4: That's pretty pathetic.
3: <laughs> See, you got small kids, too, right? Your kids are smaller, right? Yeah, two and four. Yeah, you're going to be facing that. Fortunately, we're
4: not at that stage yet.
3: It's coming. Soccer games, baseball. Hey, man, these pants are crazy. It's not
4: good because <laughs> I'm a competitive person by nature, so.
3: Uh-oh. You know what? You got to bring a boxing glove. <laughs> you what? That's
4: right. I said I'll have to refrain.
3: Yeah. It's, it's, well, well, maybe you're going to be that mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I
4: won't. I promise.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Charlotte, what kind of tips you got for the people today?
4: Well, today I was trying to think about things around the house, ways to cut um, spending, so I was going to give about eight tips on how to save money and be creative by doing this. Sounds
3: good to me. Take it away.
4: Okay. All right. Well, it's good to be back this week. I always enjoy my time on Sundays with you guys. So um, I wanted to talk about um, some creative ways on how to reduce your spending at home. Um, I wanted to try to think about ways to involve your family. So one of the things that I like to say, especially, you know, when I'm talking to people about saving money and budgeting and that kind of thing, uh, they're always usually doing it by themselves. So the main thing that I always want to reiterate is to uh, try to have family involvement. When you've got somebody that's supportive on your side, it makes things a lot easier than when you are trying to save money and do it by yourself. So try to um, have your your spouse, your children, whoever it might be that lives in your home, to do these things with you, and that will be not only an encouragement, but it's also kind of a motivator and, um, you know, kind of your um, encouragement. Because when you're trying to do things and somebody else is going behind you and not doing those things, it kind of defeats the purpose. So whether it's saving money or you're shopping or you're budgeting, whatever it might be, get your family involved. So hopefully some of these tips will help you, encourage you to get your family members involved in saving money. Um, So I know saving money is not always fun, and, you know, talking about money can kind of be stressful for some people. It's difficult to try to find ways to save money and not get discouraged and beat down. And it can be kind of depressing. Um, You know, when you're struggling and you don't have a lot of money, it's difficult to try to... You know, think of ways to cut your spending, and it gets kind of, you know, saddening to think, okay, I have to cut all these things out that I'm used to. So trying to make it fun can help. I know that it's, uh, you know, not always the topic of your day that you want to start out with, but if you can just do a few of these things, then hopefully, you know, it will help dramatically, you know, decrease your spending. So the first thing that I wanted to say is to put little sticky notes around your house at eye level so that when people are walking by in your household, they can remember to do things like turning off the lights. Put a sticky note next to the light switch so that people remember, you know, to turn off the lights. That's something that I'm really bad about and my husband is so good about. (laughs) He's always going behind me saying, turn off the lights, turn off the lights. So putting that reminder there is another way to help, you know, keep everyone in the family and the household involved in what you're trying to do. Another one is put it by the blinds. You know, it's a good thing to turn your blinds up, close them during the day, because when the sunlight's coming in, it causes your air conditioning to turn on, and you're definitely using more energy and spending more money. So that's another good thing, turn the blinds up or close them all the way. Um, Another thing that I would like to point out is things that we don't think about, like cleaning your air air filters or your um furnace filter if you have one the recommended time to do that is every three months um so you want to try to keep these clean not only does it cut down on the maintenance of your um you know air conditioning units that also uses less energy because it's functioning um at its you know full capacity so that's just another simple thing you can do keep it cleaned out um try to remember to unplug things that you're not going to use because even though you might not have, like, your cell phone on the charger, but because it's plugged in the wall, it's still using energy. So before you walk out the door, pull your phone off the charger and then unplug it from the wall or your hair dryer, curling on it, whatever it might be, things that you don't use it often or when you're leaving, try to unplug it to save energy. Um, so you put a sticky note next to your your cell phone or your you know whatever appliance it might be. Um, and then also when you're leaving, turn your air up um, 74, 76 degrees. That way the air is not constantly running throughout the day and using energy while you're gone. You don't need the house to be cool if you're not at home. So that's another thing that you can do. Super simple. So put that sticky note. So when people are walking by, they can going to turn it um, up when they leave. That's just a couple of little reminding things that you can get everybody involved. Um, the next thing I would probably want to recommend is find a day where you can get your whole family to spend nothing. So pack your kids' lunches instead of having them buy lunch at school. Or, you know, pack your lunch to take to work instead of, you know, going out to eat with, with your friends. I know that's hard because you want to get out of the office, myself included. I'm the same way. But just, um, you know, try to pack your lunch and just do one day a week where you guys. can all do it as a family. Another thing is to, you know, maybe have a game night instead of going out um, to the movies or whatever you might do with your family. Um, and eat dinner at home. Do, like, a Mexican night. Let your kids pick what kind of meal that they want to choose to eat so, Getting your family uh, involved and spend nothing. Just pick one day a week. So just spend money only for six days, not the whole seven. Do a quick treasure hunt. Maybe find loose change in your couch. Um, You know, just keep building it up every week and then turn it in. And you'd be surprised how much money you actually find. Uh, A friend of mine saved her money for vacation at the end of the year. So they'd take all their change at the end of the year and then you know, put that towards their vacation. So just little things like that. Um, one last big thing is you can make your own home cleaner. Um, you know, if it's something that you really are needing to cut grease or clean, obviously this might not work, but just for your daily cleaning the kitchen countertop type thing, you can make your own household cleaner by using four tablespoons of baking soda. And mixing that into one quart of warm water, uh, mix it up really good, and then you just sponge clean the countertops so or whatever it is you might be cleaning. That's just a super simple, easy thing to do instead of having to buy pricey, you know, cleaning products. And another good thing about that is it's safe for your kids or pets or whatever it might be that you're cleaning around. So there's no chemicals or harsh smells or anything like that. So um, that's a really easy, easy way to cut some costs there. Um, one more thing, I know I said that was my last thing, but um, reuse your containers. I know that sometimes we'll get Chinese takeout. Uh, I try to keep those containers because um, ours are plastic containers, not the white boxes, so I can reuse them and take my lunch to work. Uh, another thing you should do is... Um, you know, your sandwich meat containers, they come those are the exact same rubber made containers you buy at the store. You just go off the label, wash it, and it works wonders for leftovers. We also try to reuse our grocery bags. Plastic grocery bags are not good to um, you know, recycle they're not really easily recyclable, but you can reuse them so that you're not having to continue to, you know, throw away waste. So we use them as small trash bag liners in our bathroom trash cans. You can use it to. Um, we actually use this for like dirty diapers instead of buying these high-priced bags that babies are us or wherever you might be to um, throw those out. So that's another good thing. You can also reuse um, white containers, baby wipe containers. Uh, we use those. Um, we paint them on the outside and we decorate them for our kids, and use them as art storage for our kids. Art supplies. There's so many things around the house that you can do to simply just cut money and spending, and you know, make it creative. Get your family involved.
5: Nice. I like mm-hmm.
3: the clean. I like the cleaning thing where I get to use the baking soda without going out and buy everything. Oh, that's cool, right there. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. I actually saw simple that tip.
4: Easy.
3: I'm sorry.
4: I just said simple, easy things.
3: Yeah, that is. That that's that's simple. I got baking soda because that's that's something I can do. Like, you know how you leave the baking soda in, in the fridge? So when I get done with it that way, I can I can make some cleaning with it. See, I'm being frugal I'm being frugal. Yeah. There you go, see? See, that's right. That's a tip for everybody out there. So when you take a, let me be Charlotte for a minute. So when you take the baking soda out of the fridge after after like it keeps everything fresh and you go to switch the container out, just take that one out and that's the one you can use for cleaner. Ha! <laughs> That's right. I'm good, Charlotte. I'm like you. That's what it is. Because
4: it doesn't really go bad, so it's not like it's old and moldy.
3: Yeah, you know what? That's a good one. Does How can bacon soda go bad? I mean, it, it could lose its freshness, right? But that's about it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. But for cleaning, I mean, I wouldn't see how it could hurt anything.
3: I like that. I had some people uh, ask me about vacations and, and I, I um. I sent them to, I referred uh, Rashad Woods and Contessa Woods because they have a travel service. I don't know, you guys can look them up on Facebook. Rashad Woods, uh, R-A-S-H-A-D, Woods you can spell, and uh, Contessa, C-O-N-T-S-S-A. They actually have a travel service where you can like make small payments at a time to go on cruises or you know, go to Europe or whatever you want to do. Uh, the, the way they do their uh, vacation packages, you can actually pay a little bit at a time. So, I was wondering if you had any tips about something similar where folks could actually vacation for cheaper in in the cooler months in some of the warmer climates i i don't I don't know I know this is random, but I'm just kind of throwing it out there because some folks asked me about it so if you don't know, it's cool if you do exceptional
4: well, one of the things that I did just see the other day, and we've talked about this a lot um is the deal site. The daily deal sites like Living Social and Groupon and Eversave. Mm-hmm. A lot of these sites now have started doing um, travel versions. So they'll send out travel um, discounted places that you can do throughout the year. And I just saw one through LivingSocial.com, I think. And they had, um, you could rent, you know, a beach house. And it was like for a quarter of the price of what you would pay in the, in the summer months. So it's like $200 I, for a six-night stay.
3: Whoa, I need for that six six in my life. People.
4: Yeah. So, you know, definitely utilizing these sites that are offering discounted, um, you know, things. But they are they are doing these travel and vacation. I mean, I think they realize that people want to take vacations, and it really is costly. And so they're working out deals with, you know, companies that, to try to bring that to people at a fraction of the cost. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's a really good way. But, you know, saving your money, like your change, you would really be surprised if you saved every cent instead of putting it in your wallet, putting it in a dart, you would be surprised at how much you actually accrue. And I know that um, one of the major credit cards, I think Bank of America, or, you know, one of them, they, you know, they're starting a thing where they roll your cent from your purchases into a separate account. Order. Yeah kind of do that same thing but I don't like to push credit cards we Mm -hmm. use cash only Mm -hmm. so you know doing that with your own change is the same kind of philosophy but you would really be surprised at how much you can save but that's the only only things I have
3: I don't know sounds good to me man save some change up I got a change thing right here beside me in the studio you can hear that change rattling right
5: there and (laughs) I got
3: another a Quaker Oats uh oatmeal container full of change too. I'm working on my second one. So I'm listening to Charlotte and I'm saving some dollars. I think you also listen to Charlotte. Charlotte, you got any shout outs?
4: I want to give a shout out to my in-laws. They took us out on the lake today and it was nice just getting some quality time with the family. So shout out for them always being there for
3: us. Your in-laws are on point. You know, I I want to say you got the best in-laws in the world. Next to my in-laws. Love love you, (laughs) mommy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you gotta in <laughs> Charlotte, shout out to in-laws, man. Definitely giving a B.I.G. shout out to Charlotte and her husband, Ben. Try at Super Savers and StretchingYourBudget.com. They're always coming through. They always hold us down, always showing us some love. We got to go to a commercial, folks, and we'll be right back. But one thing I got to let you know, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, hit that app symbol, NC Pudgy, and that's me. Like I always say, Don't be surprised on what I might say, (laughs) all right? Also, hit up the show on at symbol KRP Radio Show. That's K-I-R-P Radio Show on Twitter. Also, look up. We got some YouTube videos, so we're going to get more on the YouTube. That's YouTube.com backslash KRP Radio Show. And you can hit us up on Facebook. Facebook Facebook.com. What is it? Slash KRP Radio Show. We'll be right back. KRP Radio Show 619-638-8559 It's the number WMMG Home of the KRP Radio Show The number one black conservative radio show In the land Yeah, I said it, in the land We don't just mean in the southeast We mean in the land That's right, do it all Whoa. Full of old junk. At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques 336 336- 214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number 336 675 4897. And don't forget, Wayne Poppit at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season.
5: 60,000
3: North Carolina families are affected by autism will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
2: How could i my heart to go and break
3: of for all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC. That's Allen's Trucking, LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919 426 5455. Again, 919 5455 If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC.
1: that make you feel I'm Feeling and me if I'm you're passing judgment i
4: don't like it and that's for real
1: cause it makes you feel good
3: Welcome back. i going to play a little bit of that Garnet Silk, man. I hope you guys leave that, leave that on. We get that lit left on in the background. I love some Garnet, man. That's, that's positive. He said just not. So anyway, man, we back on the show. When, uh, if you guys just tuned in, I hope you caught Charlotte from stretchingyourbudget.com. Also, Triad Super Savers online. Google her Triad Super Savers in the Triad of North Carolina. Charlotte always comes along and always drops some jewels on us. Let us know how to save a couple dollars. And, uh, you know, she was talking about vacationing a little bit and she was talking about how you guys can make some household cleaner, how you can look around your home and uh, get some ideas from the things that you have around the house, help each other out, you know, get your family members involved. And, uh, you know, that's some jewels, man. A-, a lot of times you may think that, I don't know, it's it's as simple as, uh, I don't know, easy as cutting pie, you know, but some of these things we don't really think about and we don't apply them to our own lives, so shout out to Charlotte, man. She all she applies it. She has a blog, she has a website, and uh, she's doing beautiful things. Also, folks, I, I know how you guys do with sales papers because I, I do the same thing how you do with all the papers that come by, uh, all the newspapers, the extra newspapers that you have. You eat on it, you might get a steak, something out of the floor with it, you might walk on it, or you might just recycle it. But here's something that I challenge you guys to do go to our website, www k-i-r-p radio show dot com k-i-r-p radio show dot com i slowed it down for all the people who's been writing me saying i don't know what you're saying you say it too fast would you please slow it down okay i'm slowing it down k-i-r-p radio show dot com log on there and there's a big old american flag on there with stretching your budget up there what charlotte is doing she's collecting coupons It's also on her website, too, stretchingyourbudget.com. She's collecting expired coupons for military, all right, expired coupons. So all you got to do if you want to be involved or you want to help out just a little bit is just do one small, small, small task. Get those coupons together. Well, first, you got to log on and click the link. But get those coupons together, and I want you guys to send them in to Charlotte, okay? Or, or send them in to wherever they got to go. I'm not actually sure right this moment where they're going to go. I'm assuming that uh, Charlotte's taking all of them in and, and her and her group are going to go from there. But these are, they're going to be beneficial to all the troops out there, man, the people that are ablo- abroad and and beyond. So uh, I want you guys to, to, you know, one task of the week, of the week. this is all I'm asking you to do, is uh, get your Aspire coupons together. Or just walk around your house and see if you have any. See how many you can get together. I don't care if they're not expired or whatever. Just get all the coupons you can together, preferably expired because that's what she's looking for, or, or what they're looking for. Get the expired coupons together and mail them to the address that's listed on the on the link. So you got to go to the website stretchingyourbudget.com or the krpradioshow.com website. Find the flag with stretching your budget on it. It's a big old American flag. Find that. Get the address and send them out to some of the troops out there. 619-638-8559 is the number we're talking about. Regrets, folks. If you got a comment, make sure you hit number one. If not, you can just rock with us, you know, via via phone. We don't, we don't care how long you guys sit on the line there. There's a couple hundred people sitting on the line right now. If nobody want to talk, you know, we're not going to click on your number or your name to get you guys to talk because that's not what we do on this show. We don't force anybody to talk on the show frankly we barely have time to take callers but you know it is what it is so we're talking about regrets and uh you know there's a lot of there's a lot of different regret um that we don't like to look back on you know what i mean and and there's a lot of things that we do in life that we just don't want to express to a lot of folks or to anybody i assume there's things that A lot of people are going to go to the grave with that. They probably won't tell anybody. And I'm not not saying that that's good, and I'm not saying that it's bad. I mean, your business is your business. But there's some things that we we've done in life where we just kind of, you know, we can look at that moment and we can go, you know what? If I just would have did this one thing different, just that one thing. If I would have done that one thing different, that would have possibly Change my whole life. I mean, absolutely everything about my life. Maybe life would have been better financially. Maybe it could have been an education thing. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of them. And so, what we did, <clears throat> excuse me, on my blog, um, Hip Hop Conservative, I actually listed that and I asked the same question, and we got a bunch of people who left comments and they were talking about their regrets and some things that they wish they could have done different, or you know, some things that. They wish they would have done a, a lot of times. It's not even regrets. It's just a, a lot of these uh, comments were just people saying that they wish they would have had a chance to do this or they wish they could have got their shot. You know what I mean? So and then we got some some comments from people where they were just talking about some things that bother them, you know, not even regrets. So, uh, you know, people really opened up and it's it's some really personal stuff on here. And I didn't get a chance to write people back to see if we could actually read some of it off so I'm 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 like I'm talking to you guys and I'm kind of scanning through some of this stuff and uh I, I just I don't feel comfortable reading any of the, of it off or sharing it with you guys without asking these folks um if I could share it because these these were sent in uh I, I guess they were sent in, in you know as I don't know it's sent in private um I didn't really say what we were going to do with them I just wanted to know about and I said that I would talk about a couple of them so I'm just going to just read over a couple of general topics and uh, we, we got a Facebook uh, comment from um, D Nevu, uh who's actually running for president of the United States. Uh, she's the only female candidate on the democratic side, if I'm not mistaken, that's actually running for president. And uh, she has a lot of things to say um, very often. She has good pointers. I don't know if you guys have checked her website and I gave her a PIG shout out last week, but I like for you guys to, uh, I don't know Here, here's her comment. she says she actually has no current regrets for her, but sure have had some things in her past that she would have changed for sure uh she said I think it's lo- I think lots of folks feel this way at some point in their life, then again we need to learn hopefully from the things that we regret, and it has added enrichment to our lives at least for some of us so um, she says, hello, she's listening. shout out to you, and you're welcome for the shout out um i I agree with that man there's there's a lot of things in my life that I've either done or regret doing like, like, for example, um, I was in the studio the other night and I, and I was, uh, I couldn't really talk real well because, you know, as you guys can hear now, I'm, I'm real hoarse, but I was trying to get over this. And, uh, you know, I just had, we just had the music rocking and I'm in here and I'm just kind of thinking about different things in my life because I, I like to write about realistic stuff. I don't like to, you know, when I actually get in the studio, I don't like to write songs about just, I don't know how much swag I got and how many, you know, not saying that I haven't, but I'm kind of past that in my life. So I like to write about things that are relevant and some things that, that make sense to me now or make sense to, to people in my circle now. So anyway, I was just thinking back to where I used to live in Wilson, NC and uh, just thinking about my neighborhood, man. Cause there's a lot of good people in the neighborhood, a lot of hardworking people in the neighborhood. And uh, you know, one thing that I regret very dearly that i regret is actually selling drugs i hate i hate the fact that i ever touched drugs i hate the fact that i ever sold drugs and and you just gotta know like how i feel about my life you know the walk in my life now is is just so positive i, I try to live my life so righteous at this point, and I, we all have our pitfalls. But one thing that I really regret is that I ever knew or ever learned what a drug was. And, and I had a good household. I mean, my my house was good. I had no complaints. You know, everything was good. I, you know, when when you in a certain social class, I mean, life is only going to be so gonna, only going to be so great. You know, when you're a kid, you think that monetary things are the best things in the world. You think if if you had Richie Rich's money you'd be good. or you had Donald Trump's money you'd be good and things would be great. So, you know, I'll say that I had a great childhood, but I also had some situations that I wish were different today. But um out of all that, the way that I was raised, none of that provoked me having to sell drugs. None of that made me have the need to sell a drug. I had the clothes on my back. I was good with clothes. I was good with food. Um if my mom wasn't there, if my mom was working and my mom was really young at the time too. My mom had me really young. So my mom was young and the baby of fourteen kids that my grandmother and my grandmother and grandfather raised. So um I don't know, it's it's just like I was I was just around the neighborhood and you know, I didn't have any brothers and sisters around my age. I had cousins that were older than me. And, you know, they had me by a few years, so those were my big brothers. Those were my big sisters or or my aunts and you know what I mean so I, needless to say nothing that I did made me have to sell drugs Not, nothing you know nothing that had to do with the way that I was raised made me sell drugs but I chose that route and that's what I did and I, I regret it I mean I, I all out regret it I wish and I wish to God I would have never seen crack cocaine wish I would have never seen cocaine and and weed and marijuana I mean you, you heroin you name it, man, and, and I just know how easy it is for people to get sunken in because I look at a lot of people that I grew up with uh, with around the city or just a lot of people that I know or that I was on first-name basis with or just the what's up with, you know, just people that I pass by. I look at life today and I wonder if they hadn't ever sold drugs or, or maybe if they were never introduced to drugs in their life how indifferent would their life be? You know what I mean? And and I'll honestly say, even though I regret it, I think it made my life, I think it had a huge impact on my life today. Like, for example, I, I grew up really fast because of those choices that I made that pretty much had to do a lot with learning the drug game or being in the drug game. Like, a lot of people didn't know that I was selling drugs. They didn't know what I was doing. I kept it a secret because I have common sense. So to me, it wasn't put it out there and let everybody know, you know, what you're doing. To me, it was like keep it a secret. It wasn't for the police' sake; it was for my parents' sake, or my aunts and my uncles, and, and my grandmother and grandfather. I'm like, man, if if the police catch me, they're gonna take me to jail. But if they catch me, they're gonna kill me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the mindset that I always have. And and you know, I got really deeply involved. I, let me pause for a second. One thing that God does for me. And I'll just be flat out honest. One thing that God does for me is that he knows my heart and my soul and my spirit. I'm a hardworking person. Anything that I go when I try to be the best at, not in competition with anybody, in competition with myself. I push myself to be the best that I can be at all the things that I take on, all the things that I, all the responsibilities that I have, all the things that I take on, the challenges or or, or anything that I decide to do. I try to be the best at it. And one thing that God does for me within that is that he gives me favor with people. Not for the, I'm, I'm not saying that I got favor with drug dealers, but really I got favor with drug dealers. I got put in some of the good positions that people would dream of being in. But me being the kid that I was, I didn't realize how significant that was in that life of crime. If you guys follow me, I don't know. Some people may follow me. Some people may not. For example, you know, when you get with, when I got with people that were movers and shakers in the drug deal, when in the drug game, I had favor with those people. So they favored me. They gave me a lot of things that I should have been, you know, my, I didn't have to repay them. A lot of the times they let me drive their cars. they, It it was just crazy, a lot of the things that I did. So I say that to say this. I got really deeply involved with some things that I would never, ever, ever tell anybody about. I talked to God about it, and I repented, and I let it go, even though I do regret it. But there's a lot of things that I've seen, man, and a lot of things that I've done that would drive most people absolutely crazy. And I thank God that I went through that because it made me the person I am today, very strong, very realistic, you know, I realize that things are always how we see it. They're not always what it appears to be. You know, a lot of times things are very indifferent than what we can ever imagine, even though it looks to be one way. It's not that way. You know, I I, I ran into people who 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 were, man, I just got to keep it funky. I, I got to keep it real. I ran into people who were killers. <clears throat> Excuse me. I dealt with people who were killers. Who could care, who scared me to death? Scared me to death. I couldn't let them know. But, you know, here I am rolling with the guys who who could care less about taking a life. And I'm worried about my own life because I'm with them. I had a guy tell me one time that I rolled with, really close with. He said, P, he said, you know what, man? What we're involved in and, and for what we're doing, if you ever told anybody, man, you know I had to kill you, right? Now for a lot of people i know you guys looking at this like it's you probably like you know now maybe he's lying or i just don't get it or or it, it wasn't like that but i mean i'm i'm just telling you about my regret man i can only keep it real with you but i was dealing with people who told me you know p if you ever told anybody about what we're doing i'll kill you and then in the same breath he said p you know what if you ever got killed on some punk ish i'll avenge your death man or i'd die first he said if something never happened to you man and somebody kills you some cowardly way man I, i'll avenge your death how are you supposed to feel about stuff like that? I mean, really think about that out here in the streets of america it just it doesn it doesn't even seem logical. I know a lot of people are listening going this this doesn't even seem logical i can't I don't believe this 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 can't be right I, I can't believe it's really like that, but it really is like that. You know what I mean It really is like that, so you gotta when I say I regret selling drugs, I regret that whole life. Because those things I were introduced behind, you know, I got introduced to behind selling drugs, behind being involved with cocaine, behind being, being involved with cocaine dealers, a lot of whom which were not even from the American states, man, not even from America, nowhere in America, barely knew anything about America, definitely couldn't even speak our language. So when it when I start talking about politics and, and I hate to get on my soapbox, when I start talking about politics and the communities. And and how we've been failed, I know a little something about that. When I start talking about amnesty, I'm, I've been involved. I know a little something about that. I feel a certain way about that because here I am being introduced to some things in my neighborhood from somebody who's not even from nowhere in the United States. Who really cared two hiller beans about me but quickly gave me crack cocaine and said, here, get rid of that and only bring me back this right here. He didn't care that I didn't know anything about it. He didn't care. This guy was on a bike, on my block, on a on hard-working street, and we, our street wasn't poor. We wasn't rich, but it was just a working-class environment. You know, people actually worked a job. We we were to these folks worked in tobacco fields or in the tobacco factories, or in the meat plants, or, or you, manufacturing jobs, or hard labor, or worked for the city or the county and the state. I mean, it, it was it was all mixed in together, man. But what I'm saying to you is, how in the hell does somebody from not even nowhere in the United States get in a neighborhood like this and 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 just can give you something like crack cocaine or cocaine and say here? take this and sell it and you not even know what to do with it and and expect you to progress in your neighborhood. It's a real eye opener for folks who are not from that walk of life because a lot of people quickly say, cut these entitlements and these people don't need this and these people don't need that, but they've never been through it. Nobody in my neighborhood ever asked for a handout, but they needed that. They needed that security to know that if something fell from us living check to check, and we're trying to save. But if something fails, I can at least go back and and get some sort of assistance to help us along our way without doing something illegal. But let me get off my soapbox, man. I just got to go back. So that's just one of my regrets, man. I regret ever selling drugs, ever being in, 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 ever even knowing what crack cocaine is, or ever knowing what cocaine is, or marijuana or weed or or any of that stuff, man. I hate that I ever learned about this life. And and you know what I mean? It made me the man I am today. And and thank God I know so much about it because I know what to look for now as an employer, as a father, as a friend. And, you know, just as a confidant, like a mentor. I mentor a lot of these kids. And I tell them, look, man, and start with this and it's going to lead to that. And I know a lot of them do that thing out there in the street. And I'm telling them, look, man, I, I've been where you're going. I know what you've been through. But the difference is my life was spared, man. I'm here still. And I've seen countless people die, and I ain't never been in the military. I've never been to war, but I've seen countless people die. I've seen my first homicide at 10 years old, not even out there being in the street, just going to the community center in the wrong place at the wrong time. I've seen these things, and it's realistic, man. So you really, you got to be, you know, I know we're talking about regrets, but at the same time, you got to be, you know, just a shout out to you parents out there, man, you gotta be aware of where your kids are and what they're doing damn near at all times. I used to run all over the city because it was just built it was just like that back then. You could go anywhere and be okay. Or at least your parents think that you were okay because your neighbor would look out for you, your neighbor's neighbor will look out for you, and if you got in the wrong they'll let you know. But you can't do that today because parents are quickly, you know, like the story I was telling about football. Parents are quicker to take up for their kids when they're in the wrong instead of understanding or trying to hear what that other adult is telling you about your kid being wrong. Got to go to a caller out of the two five, um, zero four one is the last three digits of the caller. You on the line with Pudgy, what's up? What's
0: up, Peter? It's
3: Keisha. Keisha, how you doing, babies? I'm good, how are you? Lovely, man. I'm lovely right now. What's on your mind?
0: Oh, I'm just listening to you um which you basically took it out of my bre- out of my mouth what I was gonna say about you growing up, having to see the things that you did that made you a a better person. I mean, I think everything happens for a reason absolutely i think some some things that we see are are it's already planned it's already set in stone for it to happen, and it's it's the kind of thing that's gonna make us or break us
5: mm.
0: it's, it's gonna either lead you in the right direction, it's gonna lead you in the wrong direction it's gonna make you say okay reality is, like you said, your parents, you weren't worried about the police because you knew you was going to jail. It was the point of dealing with your parents because of your upbringing and how you were brought up to know right for wrong.
3: Better believe it. You
0: knew right for wrong, but you looked at it, and I'm not going to say how you looked at it, this is just me looking in, you looked at it as a quick dollar to get, not that you needed anything, but you also looked at it as to say, I wonder, can I do this? You know, I wonder how it would be just for me to do this and do this and do this, and Now you look at it as what you were doing. You knew it was wrong, but at the time you weren't thinking. You know what I'm saying? Because you were at an impressionable age, I put it that way.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, it was easy. I mean, you you got somebody here. One of my friends came to me and said, look what I got. And I know he didn't know anything about it because I didn't, and we rolled together every day. He was like, look what I got, man, look. That dude over there in the bike going to give it to you. I went up to this man and could only understand two words. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. I only understood two words from the man And I'll let that be But I only understood two words from the man And he gave me what I asked for He actually gave me more than what I asked for So I don't know man Just just off that But Keisha you know what really bothered me the most about it The The biggest thing that bothered me the most about it Is actually going back to my neighborhood And looking at it now And then riding through Wilson Seeing some of the other neighborhoods And the last time I was in Jersey, I I guess before Prince Street was tore down, rode through a little bit of those neighborhoods, West Kenny and all that, little bricks, and I'm looking like, damn, you know, I kind of feel like when I feel like I know we had a lot to do with how those neighborhoods look now. And some little kid got to grow up over here, and he ain't going to have the advantage that we had. You know what I mean? Because we already tore this up. Even though people came after us and there were people before us, I mean, we were just kids, but I'm just saying, man, it really it really enlightened me and I, and I, and I, it made me really regret it. I'm like, "Damn. I hate the fact that we did this. I hate that I had anything to do with the poverty-stricken neighborhoods that I used to live in there." I hate it. And it's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, but you know, I mean, you look at it like you said you didn't. You you may have had a small part of it because you you realized what what was right, what was wrong. You got out of it. It's still, you know what I'm saying? It's still there. With other people doing it and breaking it down now, but I feel you. I see what you're saying, though. I
3: well, mean, I understand
0: where you're coming from, too.
3: Let Let me ask you this, man. Since we're talking about regrets, I just want to switch it a little bit. What do you think that, or or how do you feel about actually, um, I'm trying to find out how to word this? When you when you have regrets, right? How do you feel about flipping that? Like, when you when you go through something due to your regrets, similar to, to what I did and then you use that for the positive, how do you feel about that? Do you think it's something that we should leave in the past or that you should take with you and, and maybe keep reminding yourself that, hey, you don't want to go back there? Because a lot of people have, you, you know, they have their regrets, but their regrets are skeletons. Right. You know what I mean? And it's well, a constant I mean, reminder.
0: Right. My thing is this. I mean, it's just like I said, it can make you or break you. I, I don't have, I have regrets. My main regret is that I didn't. Stay in school when I got out of high school. Yeah, and go ahead. I mean, it, it's not, it's not a, it's a regret, but it's not really a regret to me because I know if I would have stayed in college, my parents' money would have been wasted because I, I wasn't mentally. I wasn't ready. Physically, I was ready. Now I'm in college pursuing everything that I wanted to do. Graduating next year, ready to have this REM behind my name, ready to go from there and go to PA school and, you know, just do what I have to do. But I know I would have regretted going to college. I went to college, but I would have regretted staying in college and wasting my parents' money Mm -hmm. knowing that I wasn't physically ready to, I mean mentally ready to be there. Mm -hmm. I was ready to party, to hang out with my friends, go to the same college as my friend was going to, just do different things. But, you know, I, I look at it now as now I'm where I want to be. I mean, I could be where I want to be a little bit more financially, and next year I will be there. I'll be in a different bracket.
3: No doubt,
0: as far as but okay. the thing, like you say, to me, some some people, some people that that had their regrets that did things, some people can tell that as a testimony to say, you know, like you just do, you you did it, but look at what you're doing now. Look at where you are now. You got a, a nice house. You got your kids. You got a wife. You know, you got your your radio show, and then you're doing things in the community. Absolute. To me you You can speak on it what you're doing now, but you regret it, yeah, you regret that you did it, but look at where you are now, not negative, you're not being negative not, not out here telling these little kids you, know, go sell dope, go do this, go do this, go do this, it's a quick you know, come on mm-hmm. you you took that what broke you and it made you and to who you are and to what you're doing being positive. you remember I told you we we had a conversation via email about me telling you that now you know your purpose. Mhm. You know I'm saying? That's and and that's the way I feel. Everything happens for a reason to show your purpose. I mean, me being in the medical field, I've always wanted to do it but it was in my heart. But I, I did I did went to college to go do things to keep my parents happy, not nursing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So now that's I feel that's my purpose to help someone. I don't care if I don't help nothing but one person and i I've done that more than once now that I can count in the last 10 years I've been in the medical field, Wow! I've, I know I've helped somebody along the way, even if it was nothing but me giving them advice about what to do or doing something. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I feel that that's, that's my purpose. That's my point for being here, to help someone, wow. no matter what it is. And I'm not going to stop now. You know, back then I would say, oh, me, go out here and help somebody who has AIDS. <laughs> or oh, me, go out here and help somebody who has cancer. I mean, not that I'm cold-hearted, but it's like, you know, never.
3: Yeah, just wasn't on
0: your radar. Right. Now I can talk to an HIV, AIDS person, no problem. Talk to one of our cancer patients, no problem. Go do this, go do that, no problem. And it's just like, at the end of the day, they're like, Keisha, thanks. You know, here's, here's, here's a a little bit of change. I might can't help you a whole lot, but here, go get something to eat because you're hungry. Mm. So here's the reason why we started at work, making sure that we have this right here to, to give the patients. You know, it's, it's a clothes closet to make sure the patients have clothes if they ever, anything ever happens. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we have this and that's why we have that. And that's why I don't mind helping with that because I know I'm going to bless somebody and I'll get my blessings in return. And Not that's the same right thing. There. I mean, you know, it is it is what it is, but, I mean, life is hard. Every Everybody doesn't grow up. I mean, I grew up with, in an okay neighborhood. I grew up, you know, doing different things, playing, doing this and doing that. And I look at one of my friends told me I didn't like you as a child because <laughs> wow. of the things that I was – I was jealous over you because of what you had, and I looked at her and I was like, you know, and we're talking about this in our thirties now. We're thirty, and I'm like, really? And she was like, you know, your mom was there, your dad was there, even when your parents divorced. You know, your mom still did this, you did that. You know, your mom didn't have to struggle like we did. And I'm like, but actually, I never knew y'all were struggling. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because when I went to your house or you came to my house. Your house was just like me being in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, I I didn't know that your mom was going through hell trying to raise y'all because your mom didn't let it be known, nor did she act like you know, I'm saying you paint that pretty picture for everybody, not not to say that was a bad thing, but yeah. who knew? You know, I I mean and you were like one of the kids that I looked up to because of the way you dressed. And yeah, you were you know, you were telling me that you was jealous over what I had, I was like, oh, mommy, I want what she has, you know. <laughs> yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. what she has. And then you you come back and tell me this, which that right there, it bothered me. But it also made me grateful, you know, that, okay, mm-hmm. we'll say, you know, that I'm grateful that I, ha- I had some of the things that she didn't have. But at the same time, I'm grateful that she was still my friend. And to this day, she's still my friend. Thirty-some years later, we're still cool. Wow.
3: That's that's B I G too. I I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. I said, man, I wonder because I I look at man, my kids don't they don't want for anything. I just keep it funky. They don't want for nothing. Now, some, they don't get a lot of things that they want. You know what I mean? But they don't need they don't have any needs that don't go uh, attended. So I right. wonder like when they get older, I wonder the story that you know they're gonna tell. Of course they're gonna have some kind of sad story song or dance like, oh my mom didn't buy me that. That we, when we had an Xbox and a PlayStation and a PlayStation 2 and, you know, whatever. But it's just funny how kids, you know, when you're young, you, you look at life and you're like, man, this life is horrible. I don't have this. I don't have that. But if you really look back in retrospect and you really look at what you really have, you realize that you had it a lot better than a lot of people. But besides right. that, you didn't go without anything either. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And and that's that's, I mean... Like, my my 12-year-old, he's, he's going through that stage now where he's he's been into clothes and everything, but he's finally getting into it.
3: <laughs> and, I
0: mean, I really had to break it down to him. Like, technically, by law, I only have to clothe you. It doesn't <laughs> say what type of clothes I have to clothe you with. Uh, I have to feed you. Oh it doesn't God. say what kind of food I have to feed you. And I have to provide a roof over your head. And I have to send you to school. Be grateful. And, and. The more and more I kept drilling that in his head, now he sees, you know, where he says, Mom, I want to pair of Air Max. Okay. <laughs> like, you have, like, 12 pair of shoes in your closet right now that you barely even wear. You wear the same thing over and over again. Okay, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take all your clothes and give them away.
3: Ooh. You told him that?
0: And, yeah. I told him I'd say everything that you got, everything that you got, I'm going to take it and give it away. Want to give it to some little kid who goes to school with shoes, you know, he has holy shoes on, his pants are too big, he doesn't have a belt on, you know, he has to roll his pants up, his T-shirt is holy, his T-shirt is dingy. Oh. Because, I mean, technically it's, it's always somebody out there, like you said, that's doing worse than you.
3: Yes, it is. So Amen to that. I
0: said, I said would, you, would you like that? I said, because, you know, that, that kid will be happy. No, ma'am. So be grateful for what you have because I'm busting my butt every day to make sure you and your brothers want for nothing every that, day.
3: That's some old school parenting right there. Right,
0: that's, right. And, and you know what, <laughs> that's what my mom, my mom is still there. I mean, you don't, I don't have to do anything but do basic stuff. I mean, even though she, she told me that like one time and it stuck with me for like my adulthood life. You know, when I had kids, I was like, you know, come on, I'm gonna, my kids are going to have this, my kids are going to have that. Then I thought about it. It's materialistic stuff that doesn't make who they are. It doesn't make nope. it who I'm trying to raise them to be, the better men that I'm trying to make them to be in a society today that we have to
4: live in.
3: Mm-hmm. The question is, though, <laughs> the question is, would you really do it? I mean, keep it funky. I don't know if the kids are in the room with you, but would you really take the stuff would and I... give it away? Yeah. Hell the stuff yeah. that you
0: paid for? Hell yeah. <laughs> because you know what? If that's if that's the lesson that I have to teach him for him to understand where I'm coming from, then it'll happen. And he knows it. I've done it.
3: Oh, Shout out to you for that, man. That's that's B.I.G. right there. I told my daughter that, but I didn't actually do it. Not yet. Not yet. I almost no, did.
0: I, and you know what? It, it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot. I mean, I think one that really got him because I gave a shirt away that he really liked. Even though I bought two, he didn't know I bought two. But I gave the shirt away that he really liked because I was going to show him that, you know, come on, I don't I don't have to do this. I don't have to do what you want me to do. Did, did I, I? And you know what? That kind of I kind of regretted that, but at the same time, it was my lesson that I was trying to teach him. You know, at the same time, you know, it's like that. Like you said, you you was gonna spank you spank your child the other day.
3: Yeah, that's the <laughs> next like, you know, I, <laughs> Yeah, like
0: I, I hate you know I hated that I done it and I I really felt bad, but at the end of the day, my my point got across. Mm. He understood where I was coming from, so at the end of the day, he was like, "Mom, I apologize." Mm-hmm. You know. That that you know, I understand why you did it now, and do I want you to do it again? No, ma'am. Will <laughs> I be on the straight and narrow? Yes. I mean, it's I don't know. My, I, I guess it's the things that my mom instilled in me. Just like tomorrow, they get report cards. If his report cards not where it's supposed to be, he's off the football team. Simple as that. Because oh, your, your grade, your grades and education is more important than football.
3: It is no doubt about that. I wish more parents looked at it like that too. Bill Cosby got absolutely killed for talking about that. And uh, you know, I, I think a lot of parents today, they uh, they don't like Bill Cosby anymore because he just told them what the raw truth was. The criminal is, gets off at three. He's talking about your own child. and you got to stop taking up for him, and you know, you got to stop buying all these fancy things and invest in their education, man. So I, I think that's BIG too. You know what I mean? I definitely think that's BIG. But you know, life is strange, man. Life is crazy. All we can do is live it, right? It,
0: yeah, it, it is. It's, it's very strange. If I mean, and you know, and thing the thing that I think. I probably would have just been end up having kids now. You know, I mean, the way the society is, and I can't even, and I love my kids dearly, and I can't say that they wouldn't be here because they're here for a reason, too. Sure. But I can't say if I was 18 again that I would even be married or that I would even have kids. It would probably be me being that strong, well, I'm still strong and independent. Sorry, even though I am married. <laughs> but it would probably be me you know, all about self right now and then probably getting married like around my thirty thirty fifth 35th birthday, maybe having kids then, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, just because of the way society is now, because of the things we have to endure, the hell that we're we're struggling and living in now, because I don't care how much money you have, the middle class person, I'm not going to say the upper class person, but the middle class person going down, in some form of fashion, we're still going to struggle.
5: Yeah, working we're gonna class. Have yeah, we have. Yeah, a I mean, here. We,
0: yeah, we're, we're we're going to struggle over something, whether we want to or not. There's still going to be times where I don't care if I went to bought a five thousand square foot house. At, at night, I'm still going to wonder if I lose my job tomorrow, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay this light bill? How am I going to make sure my kids? You know, I mean, that's that's an everyday thing mm-hmm. because of the way today's life and society is.
3: So it's
0: I don't know. It's crazy. I could go on and on about it, but it's crazy.
3: It's all good, man. Shout out to you for that, too. We got to go to commercial here in just a second. Keisha, you got any shout outs before you go?
0: Oh, you know, I give you a shout out every time. Yeah. Other than that, I give, I give my babies and my people a shout out that I rock with every day, that I roll with.
3: There it is, man. Shout out to the people. Shout out to you and your hubby, kids, and all that. Shout out to all my people in the 252, two, baby. Always holding me down. We going to commercial here. We'll be right back. Talking about regrets, folks, what are some things that you have done in your life or some things that you may have been through that you kind of regret? We're going to come right back in just a second with the Sound Chew Sports Report talk about a little bit of NFL scores, man, and we're going to go on and we're going to close the show. But uh, you listen to the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559. It's the number, com. If you're on Twitter, hit us up, at symbol KRP Radio Show, K-I-R-P Radio show. Once again, for all the people who write me and tell me I say it too fast, at symbol K I R P Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy is me. Also hit us up on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash K R P Radio Show. And uh, before we go to this commercial, man, I just I just got sh- B I G shout out to my man Kevin Watkins, always listening to the show. Kevin Daniels, president of the Frederick Douglas Foundation, who's out right now, and I uh, can't remember where he is, but I'll come back to it. And, uh, okay, I won't even look for it right now because that's, that's just going to hold me up. But anyway, you listen to the KRP radio show with Pudgy Skull. have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys and etc. Faulkner's Antiques they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques 336-214-6427. Again that's Wayne Prophet, that's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques 336 336- And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number 336 675 4897. And don't forget, Wayne Poppet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. We're in warfare. And Jesus Christ is looking for warriors that are willing to fight.
5: We need to leverage our political power and our political interests in both parties. We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work, because when they're put in place, when we
2: govern according to those values, they work.
1: If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a population, you ask yourself, who's pushing it?
5: Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The, the Jesse Jackson era is over. Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in the inner city, pastoring, what I saw was the Democratic Party making the inner city at that time a social wasteland.
2: Maybe it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you.
3: We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Douglass Foundation, and we stand on three basic pillars. And we don't apologize for it, but we are devoted Christians, first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support. You are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the organization for you, and that's okay. We're not changing who we are. (laughs)
5: I don't understand that. They won't mention that the vice chair, when I tell a lot of people this, even even Republicans, they say, wow, we didn't know that. They didn't know that the vice chair of the North Carolina Republican Party is a black man named Dr. Timothy Johnson. Timothy Johnson is also the national chairman and founder of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. They don't mention They forget that one little detail. And they another thing they won't tell you is that from 1929 to 1974, North Carolina had a eugenics board and they passed the Sterilization Act, which they forcibly sterilized 7,600 people, some of them were young to 8 years old. They don't mention that. Democrats were doing that.
1: Sound shoes. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
3: to the KRP Radio Show, WMMG, home of the KRP Radio Show. Now with 179,000 listeners, a shout out to all of you all who helped make us the number one black conservative radio show, talk radio show in the Southeastern United States. Got to give some special shout out to my man, Major Dave, also will be at the, uh, just let you guys know where we're going to be at, man, I'll be at the Freedom Fest, let me get the information on that. Oh yeah, I'll be at the Freedom Fest Saturday, October 22nd, from 2 p.m. through 5:30. Make sure you come out, folks. Support. Have a good time. Catch me there. That's in Salisbury, at the Salisbury Farmers Market, corner of South Main and Bank Street in Salisbury, North Carolina. Uh, everybody's welcome. It's free admission. Hosted by the Roan Tea Party Patriots. Um, you can look the information up com. You know, get the information. It's gonna be our uh, music. It's going to be a bounce castle for the kids um a slide face painting food a whole lot of family so bring excuse me so bring your family out a whole lot of fun it's also going to feature the world famous speaker reverend c l bryant the founder one nation back to god and uh mc major dave i'm sorry major dave goatees or gotzi hope i got that right major dave but anyway major Dave's going to be the host It's going to be beautiful out there, folks. So make sure you come out there. I'm definitely going to be in the house. And, uh, you know, like I told Major today, man, I got something to say. So, you know, I'll be respectful with mine. You you guys know how I rock, man. I love those folks. They're always showing a lot of love. So make sure you catch me there, Salisbury, October 22nd at the Salisbury Farmers Market. Um, Right now we got to go to go to the NFL scores and give the NFL report that was brought to you by SoundChu.com. my feelings are hurt because once again my carolina panthers take another l (sighs) moving on to the nfl scores for this sunday october 16th 2011 minnesota right now is in the second quarter Nine minutes and 52 seconds left. Chicago's up 16-3. Today Atlanta beat up on my Carolina Panthers. Not beat up on, but, you know, they were victorious over the, over the Carolina Panthers. It was nothing that serious, but, you know, they won the game. Anyway, moving right along, they beat us 31-17. It wasn't as bad as the score sound, okay? Cincinnati 27, Indianapolis 17 as they take another L on the season. San Francisco hands Detroit their first loss of the season. I can't believe I'm saying that all in one sentence. Detroit loses to San Francisco, 19. Detroit, 25. San Fran. Green Bay beat the St. Louis Rams, 24-3. New York G-Man got a win over the Buffalo Bills, 27-24. Pittsburgh victorious over Jacksonville, 17-3. Philly came out victorious at the end of the game. They kneeled the ball for the last couple plays, 20-13 over the Washington Redskins. Oakland is on the road. R.I.P. to Al Davis who died just last weekend. Uh Oakland twenty-four, Cleveland seventeen, There's the Cleveland Dogs taking another loss. Baltimore Ravens twenty-nine, Houston fourteen. New England twenty over the Dallas Cowgirls. i mean, The Dallas Cowboys. Let me get that right there. Y'all know that I hate Dallas by now. Cannot stand the Dallas Cowboys. My old 49er fan. What can I say? But right now about the Carolina Panthers. Anyway, Tom Brady and the boys came out victorious. 20-16, to 16, Tampa Bay 26 over the N.O. And Scabrese takes it now. And Monday night it's going to be a thriller at 8.30. M.I.A. versus N.Y.J. That's right. The Jets playing Miami Dolphins. It's going to be a good game for it. Got to make sure you got this out there. This NFL report is brought to you by SoundCube.com, one of the most specific online web services right now known to man today. I'll let them talk about this stuff. Because that's how I'm supposed to
1: Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
3: Okay, folks. We got a special guest for you guys tonight, man. I don't know if you guys remember Popra. You guys remember Popra? Anybody remember Popra? Popra was one of the guests on... uh, well, not one of the guests, I'll say one of the contestants on uh, this show, this reality show, that my man Diddy, everybody know my man Diddy. Shout out to Diddy. And uh, the name of the show was Who Who Wants to Work for Diddy when he was actually trying to get interns, uh, new interns. And I don't know if you guys know, but, man, working for Diddy is, is quite a feat. I don't know if you guys caught that show. It was a big hit. It was absolutely crazy, and uh, Kim, a.k.a. Popra, really held it down. She was one of the people who actually shined, a beautiful woman. She actually shined on her own, and, uh, you know, she held it down on the show, and and a lot of people know her from her her own personality. You know, she was doing her own thing, and, uh, you know, a lot of people had a lot of negative things to say about her, but one thing for sure is that uh, she held it down. So at 9.30, is going to come on, and, She's going to let everybody know what she's been doing, and uh, she's going to introduce us to somebody that's a uh, beautiful young lady, beautiful young model that Popper is actually managing, and uh, you know she's going to tell us a little bit about what she has going on, so I got to go to a commercial, and we get get that set up for Poper to come on, but hang tight with us, man. you listen to the KRP Radio Show. We'll be right back in just a flash, so you guys keep rocking with us. WMG, home of the KIRP radio show, baby. We are now 100,000 listeners strong, and it's all because of you. If you want more information about KIRP radio show, hit us up online. You can visit the website at www.kirpradioshow.com. Again, that's www.kirpradioshow.com. If if you're logging online and you're on some social sites, Make sure you hit us up and like our page on Facebook. That's Facebook.com backslash K-R-R-P Radio Show. Add yourself to the page. You can leave a comment. You can talk about the topics, and we'll try our best to get them all and read them off on the show. And if you're also on Twitter, send us a tweet at symbol krp radio show and you can hit up the host and that's me that's pudgy at symbol nc pudgy like i said we are now over 100 000 listeners strong and it's all because of you baby we started out november 28th 2010, and now we're taking it through 2011 and beyond. We are the K R P Radio Show, and if you don't know what that stands for, that's keeping it real with Pudgy, baby. If you want more information about emailing, or you want information about advertising, or you want to know where we're going to be here and there, hit us up, K-I-R-P Radio at gmail.com or W M M G. 500 at gmail.com And someone will get back to you as soon as possible Like I said it's all because of you baby 100,000 listeners strong And we're going on from here I appreciate you and one love For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC. That's Allen's Trucking, LLC. Owner, Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919 426 Five four five five again, nine one nine four two six five four five five. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's trucking LLC Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support. We can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach him on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach him on YouTube. Love somebody today. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Falkner's Antiques they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Falkner's Antiques 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Falkner's Antiques 336 336- And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number, 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Coppett at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season.
1: C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
3: welcome back welcome back welcome back to the krp radio show and uh they're telling me my voice is getting a little bit better i don't know but uh, i still sound pretty hoarse i don't know i got to do something about this man so anybody who want to send me cough drops and flowers and candy you know you can send me whatever you want to send me i got a i got a nice bottle of wine over here that was uh that was given to us from Coastal Vines. So shout out to Coastal Vines for sending us a nice bottle of wine right here. We can't wait to get into that. And shout out to all you guys. You are B.I.G. for listening to the K.R.P. Radio Show. Appreciate you guys making us the number one black conservative radio show in the Southeastern United States, baby. We hope we got that crown on lock right now. I hope you guys know that, right? <laughs> Just telling you guys before, man, you can catch me at the Freedom Fest October 22nd, and I have a lot to say, man. I got to... I hold my voice is back because I'm going to do a lot of yelling and a, and a lot of screaming and, you know, how I do, folks, when I'm in public. So and I'm going to shake a lot of hands and kiss a lot of babies, just like I'm running for president, even though I'm not. So shout out to all you guys here. that's listening to the show. Anyway, moving right along, moving right along. We were talking about regrets earlier. That's over, man. We're not going to talk about regrets anymore. We're just going to move forward and see what life brings us. In the future, hopefully the future is beautiful for you. Hopefully the future holds something very near and dear to your heart that can make you guys prosper. Everybody out here, say a prayer over you guys' lives, and I hope you guys do something BIGs. And if you do, call back and let me know. Say, "P, it worked for me, man." So you know, I got I need some feel good sometimes with all this negative energy that's going around going around in the United States right now. Everybody's out of a job, and you know, folks just don't feel so creative anymore. Um. You know, as a matter of fact, I got somebody right now who's going to be on the line. You talk about creative, um, someone that created their own path. She actually was on a show called Who Wants to... Uh, man, I can't remember the name of the damn show. Pardon me. I, I, I'm i sorry. Who Wants to Work for Diddy, I think, was the name of it. And, and I, I know Puff. I don't call him Diddy. I call him Puff. But I know him Puff back in the music days, man. And shh, trying to work for this dude, man, is, is, is crazy. So for you to even think you got the skills to do that... You gotta be like the the most I don't know man, the most energetic, the most on point and let, let's just bring on the air man. I got Poper is gonna be calling in. Poper, how you doing, love?
2: What's up, people? How you doing?
3: Man, we are good. See that's that's what I'm talking about right there, that energy. I'm all down, my voice is gone, but you come in like, What's up, everybody? So that that's that's what's up right there. How you been doing? I'm good, and I'm so sorry you're
2: not feeling good, babe. If I could just, like, if I could email you some Recoli's, I would do it, but
6: take care of that voice, baby.
3: (laughs) Got to definitely do that. I appreciate the love, too, man. Tell the people what's been up with you lately, man. A lot of people can't keep up with you because you're all over the place, and I see you on Twitter, what you're posting, and uh, I saw something special that you posted today, and I definitely wanted to get the people information about that.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I stay grinding. And um, thank you, everybody, for showing me love. Well, I want to work for Diddy. You know, I'm the big girl representing. I was on season one and season two. So people like that, you know, what have you been doing, what you've been working on? And I was always an entrepreneur. So um, the thing I was tweeting about today that I appreciate you showing me love for is, um, As a result of being on the show, you know, I ended up being like on some magazine covers or whatever. You know, some of the big girl publications showed me love. So I started my own makeup line with the products that was being used for me um, in the photo shoots, called Image Cosmetics. And um, we just celebrated our first year in business in July. We're in a couple stores now, and so um, we just did our second model search for our 2012 calendar. We did one last year for the 2011 calendar, and um, I'm just so excited because I had a lot of beautiful girls from all around the country, you know, compete and submit their photos. And, you know, what's different about this line, number one, the quality is like MAC, but it's not MAC prices. Okay. And then secondly, the the, the, the makeup line is really about, you know, more than makeup. You know, it's about trying to encourage young women to be beautiful in the, on the inside as I well as that. on the outside. And, um, you know, I feel like a lot of girls think, you know, taking part my French hoping on Twitter. uh, is modeling and, (laughs) you know, I just got to keep it real. I'm not a hater. I'm all about, you know, I want girls to be beautiful. I want to love themselves and care about how they look, but I think they got to, like, focus on respecting themselves um, first, because whatever's on the inside is going to come out on the outside, so, you know, you can't put lipstick on a pig, so clean up your act, ladies.
3: (laughs) You, You know what? You say... You say the big girl from the show, and 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 respected that man because you hold yourself well. But you should have said the pretty girl from the show because by far uh-huh. you were, were. I'm I'm just keeping it 100. I mean, you know it. You I mean, look around. You saw what your competition was Thank like. You. So you went harder, and I thought you were pretty than most of the girls on the show. So shout out to you for that, man. Don't forget to include that part. But talking about your makeup line, man, Image Cosmetics. You say you guys celebrated your first year, and uh, how how indifferent was that? that? Is that something totally new for you, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've always been an entrepreneur, but... You know, doing a makeup line was different, but, you know, I I, I believe in delegating, and so even though I'm not a makeup artist and that product itself is not something that I knew a lot about, I'm smart enough to delegate and to do the research, you know, but I can market anything that's of value, you know, and that's what it comes down to, and I knew it was a good quality product um, that I could put my name behind and, and put my energy behind, and it's been successful because of, you know, my marketing expertise, but also, more importantly, because it's a great product. And, you know, Image it's image Products is the company. The cosmetics line was just the first product too, that we released. Like mm-hmm. I got hair coming out. We can do jewelry, handbags, like everything it takes for a woman or for a young lady to feel beautiful, you're going to be able to get from this Image Products uh, empire that I'm building. And I'm just excited about it.
3: You should be. That That's empowering. I, I don't think that there's a lot of things out there that's uh – that's reflecting that negative, that positive, excuse me, that positive light of what you're talking about. Um, you know, even on the Twitter, like you said before, there are a lot of hope pics out there, man. Let's call it what it is. And uh, I always say something about, you know, that doesn't make you a star, but just because you pose like that, or, you know, just because you're a porn star, that don't make you a celebrity. And, you know, people get offended about what I say. A lot like you, man. I, what comes up, come out. And, you know, it is what it is. But one thing on this show that we do, we try to teach prosperity. And uh, what you're doing and what you've done in the past is exceptional. And a lot of people today are trying to figure out ways to do some of the things that you have done. So if you have any words for anybody out there, what kind of advice would you give for someone who maybe lost their 9 to 5, but, you know, kind of deep down they wanted to do some of the things that you've done? I mean, you've done it all from actress, recording artist, writer, producing. I mean, you've done it all. So I'm sure you got some sort of advice for the people.
2: Yeah, I think the most valuable thing I can tell people is to recognize that everybody does not have the dream gene. Mm -hmm. And that's my little trademark coined term because... You know, a lot of us go through life and people aren't always the most positive and don't encourage us. And, you know, your mom is telling you, just get a regular job, you ain't going to be nothing, and your daddy ain't around. Or, you know, your, homie, your homies is hating, or your girls are telling you, you know, give up and quit or whatever and what I want you to know is like you can damage those relationships because all you're doing is fighting and fighting and fighting and arguing with everybody about you know not understanding you know why you're driven why you're focused why you're going to sacrifice and why you will do whatever it takes to accomplish what you want in your life and on the real just understand that some people don't have the dream gene and what I really mean is that they don't speak the same language it's like if you were speaking German and I was speaking African we could talk all day but we will never understand each other because we don't speak the same language. No and a doubt. lot of people a lot of people don't speak dream. you know, so you can tell them all day why you're doing what you're doing and what you dream about and what you hope to do and why you stayed up last night and, you know, why you're researching on the internet for 12 hours and, you know, why you're in the studio it's all night and they will never ever get it. So don't keep, you know, trying to convince them. Let them know, hey, you know what? I love you. You're, you're entitled to your opinion, but Maybe you don't have the dream gene, and all I can do is try not to be dependent on you financially, but I got to do me, and at the end of the day, You know, one day you'll realize that you were wrong, and then you keep it moving, and you love that person, and y'all can agree to disagree on that, but let that go, because those people will destroy your motivation and your energy, because you're trying to convince them of something that they can never, ever understand, so don't Mm. waste your time and understand that sometimes they just weren't born with that dream gene, and you got it, and they don't, and they'll be the ones who are standing in line
6: trying to get in your VIP later.
3: Ooh, that's a whole lot of heat right there you just brought. You know that, right? That's a lot of heat. (laughs) Especially the dream gene. Yo, you got to, man, That that's crazy right now. I just wrote that down. I got to get that put up in here. Have the dream gene. And if you ain't got it, bounce. Because a lot of people don't have the dream gene. They'll try to keep you down with rhetoric. It didn't happen for that person. I heard this, I heard that. But like you said, man, when you put in hours and you put in work, good things come out of that. And I've definitely seen good things come out of everything that you've been doing. Um, what are some of the things that, have come from, you know, outside of your makeup line? What are some of the things that have come from you actually being on who wants to work for Diddy?
2: Um, I think that it kind of, for me, because I've been an entrepreneur since I was really 16, you know, I've always owned my own business. Even when I was 12, I was selling greeting cards from door to door. I've always right. felt like I wanted to be self-employed. I never really did the nine-to-five thing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as a result of being on the show and just being able to – because people are like, well, you always made six figures, you know, you, for the last at least five, six years, you know. Mm-hmm. You had your own money. Why would you sacrifice and reduce yourself to being someone's assistant? You have your own staff. You've had your own assistants. You had your own offices. And they don't understand that, you know, smart people never stop learning mm-hmm. I'm yeah. smart enough to know that I can always learn from someone who is where I'm trying to get. So for me, it was an opportunity for me to observe a mogul in action, you know. It was a sacrifice. It wasn't the most, you know, it was humiliating, I would say, at some point. But what I did learn, and I felt validated watching Diddy in action, because I realized I'm not crazy from... From, from working all night, all night and day, staying yeah. up to five in the morning when everybody else is asleep, because that's how he rolls. I learned, you know, that um, you got, you're only as good as the people that you keep around you, because he always had like talented people in his camp, you mm-hmm. know. And I just, it really is validated to me that I'm not crazy. That in order for me to be on that mogul level, I had to make mogul sacrifices, and I watched someone of his caliber do it, and so I was inspired. Um, now I'm producing other TV shows. I had a production company before I went on the show so I've been actually behind the scenes people are like why you ain't been on TV well actually I've been in the executive role I've been producing and directing other people's reality shows and I got nice. a new deal for a new show um about to come out I'm, I'm in a casting phase now um, of the first Christian reality show
3: oh and, I love um, that
2: I got, a, I got a deal with the network to have it in 80 million households so y'all keep me in prayer because that's my grind right now outside of this makeup line
3: Man, we definitely got you in the prayers too. You got to reach out on that because we love the Christian shows. We don't have enough Christian shows out here right now. Let me keep it 100. So that's going to be a BIG thing right there. And I know you know people like to do that thing, but you know, hey man, we know what really matters at the end of the day, and we Christ-like over here. So you know, it is what it is. So most most definitely got you in our prayers, and definitely keep us posted with that. And you always welcome on this show. But look, I want to ask you this, and and you know. Man, I I know Puff. Shout out to Puff, or, or Diddy, they call him now, but shout out to Puff, man. I'm still looking for a check. Anyway, um, <laughs> I want to ask you about your motto, man. Let me ask you about your model. This is one beautiful girl that you have on the Twitter here, and I understand she's working for different companies right now. She's looking for more work. So, you know, who introduces to your model? She's not on with you, is she?
2: Yeah, she's right here. We we're actually about to have dinner, and um, that's why I thought it was great that you were ready, you know, and down to have her interview because I'm like, oh, we're gonna be together because we got a strategy meeting tonight, so mm-hmm. this was perfect. Yeah, um, her name is Tanya Anteverez, um Veros, and um, it's crazy because like. I got I had a lot of girls. I'm talking about literally thousands of girls who submitted pictures for my makeup line, and I'm far from a hater. I mean, when I was in high school, middle school, I used to hang with the pretty, pretty girls because, to me, even though I do know I'm fat tabless, you know, I'm fat and I'm fabulous, and I always felt that I was cute, but some people, their gift is beauty. You know, at least that's one of their gifts is they're just strikingly beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think that it's important that no matter, you know, what you look like, that you're also beautiful on the inside. And so, when all these girls submit for this model search, one thing that I require is not that they just send pictures, but they have to write an image statement. They have to state in their contest portfolio why they want to model for the line or tell me something about them, tell me their story. And so when I came across this girl, not only did I of course know that she was beautiful and she kinda looks like Kim Kardashian and that's all rough. But what was beautiful to me was that her story was beautiful.
5: She went through some things that a
2: lot of young girls go through, Mm -hmm. and she overcame it. And so I'm going to let you speak to her and let her tell you her story. But for me, that was what nailed it, because there were some other pretty girls in the contest. But if you can be beautiful on the inside and the outside and not have a, you know, B-word attitude. Yeah, no doubt and still be that humble and be that beautiful, that's somebody I want to work with. So not only did I pick her as the grand prize winner of my model search, but we're actually going to manage her, and I'm going to make this girl a star because to me she deserves it, she paid her dues, she got the look, she's strikingly beautiful, but most importantly I know she's a good person on the inside, and she's a survivor, and that's what I'm all about, pushing them survivors. So anyway, let me introduce to some, and... um, I guess reintroduce to others
6: who've
2: been
3: watching me on Twitter. <laughs> no uh, this is Tanya Ontiveros, the winner of our model search.
6: Tanya Ontiveros. Hi. How Hi. are you? How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> good.
3: So tell us a little bit about Tanya, the new star, the upcoming, the next big thing. All right? So we, we believe in you already right now. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
6: Um. Well... Um, the story that I wrote on the image cosmetics model search uh was that you know a lot of people don't know that I was sixteen when I got pregnant, and you know everyone would tell me that I wasn't gonna be anyone that my life was over, and I was still like motivated to go back to school and finish my my school and get a high school diploma. On time, which mm-hmm. was really hard. You know, I wasn't able to go, play, you know, be with my friends or do a lot of things that people do my age, and that's why I want to let other girls know who, you know, made the mistake of having a baby so young that life's not over and you can pursue your dream. And I'm not encouraging anyone to get pregnant so young, but um, if you already did, you know. You, know, you can do it. You can still do it.
3: You can do whatever you want. No doubt. We we definitely we definitely promote life on this side, and and that's a beautiful story to us already for just the things that we stand for. That you actually had the child, and you actually went on with your life, and you're still doing things. And and I think that's inspirational to a lot of people. So you know, I would just ask that you. Put your story out there because a lot of girls in the industry, and I've been in the industry for a while, but a lot of, especially recording and model and entertainment industry, they put that on a back burner. They don't really put it out there because, you know, you get these image consultants tell you that, hey, this is not the best thing to do. Your PR people will tell you that. So I think that you by you putting that out there, it's beautiful. A lot of people will, will come to that because that's a warm story and it's a responsible story. I mean, just look at yourself. You're a beautiful young lady. You're a mother. What I mean, it's just perfect. It's picture perfect to me. Um, so, what are some things that you're looking at doing? I mean, you know, other than the the makeup line with uh, with Image Cosmetics, what are some other things that you're looking at doing?
6: Um, acting, you know, doing, you know, videos, um, commercials, you know, modeling perfumes, you know, anything like that.
3: That sounds good. That's right up the same alley. Where, where are you actually from, Tanya? Um. I was born in Mexico. Okay, Mexico descent. So what's what's going to be home to you now? I don't know if you are you going to live in the Big Apple, you're going to live in L.A. I
6: live
3: in L.A. L.A. Big city of dreams. So it looks like right now you're really making your dreams come true. So um, yeah. when are you when, when are you guys looking at? And uh, you you can get Popper involved with this, but when are you guys looking at actually launching um, the Tanya Anchiveros campaign?
2: Yeah, it's it's funny because, like, we were having a strategy meeting today, and, like, this is her first radio interview ever. I mean, girlfriend is green as the grass outside, okay? <laughs> she's never – it's so funny because she's never done anything like this. She's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be on the radio. And that's what's exciting to me because she's not bitter, you know what I mean? She doesn't yeah. have the I'm all – she don't have the all I'm all that attitude. It's like I'm going to be able to groom her. You know, Like I said, this is her first radio interview, and she did a good job. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Excited because... Um, when you get to take somebody like that whose heart is in the right place and who's humble, it's just like, you know, it's limitless what you can do with somebody like that. So um, right now we're scheduling the um, the photo shoot for all the models, which, of course, you know, she'll be in the calendar with 11 other models. So shout out to all the other girls who won as well because we picked 12 models. So mm-hmm. we have a grand prize winner who was Tanya, and then we, of course, we'll have 11 other beautiful girls of all different races and sizes. We got a plus-size winner. We got two. Team winners. We got girls of different com- um, complexions, so not everybody's light skin and and racially <laughs> ambiguous. So I keep it real. I got my dark skin <laughs> senses in there. I got Those my down. big girls in there. I got my freckle face girls in there. You know what I mean? Because beauty comes in all packages. No and um, so we're gonna do this photo shoot in about two and a half, three weeks for the new calendar, and then um, you know, if all y'all out there who might want to model for the line, I'm still considering models to be in the product catalog, because it won't just be a calendar, this time it's going to be a product catalog with it, so I'm going to give you my email address, it's model at the world of model at the world of and then once we get this photo shoot done, you know, with Tanya and all the girls, um, then we're just going to take this campaign to the next level, and if you're interested in, you know, booking someone who's Tumble, no attitude, but just strikingly freaking gorgeous for, like, I don't know, your music video or you have a product. And, I mean, this girl is so pretty, like, she can make a paper bag look good. And I ain't gay, but I'm just <laughs> probably good. You know, oh, man. and um, we we're going in. You watch. You're going to see this. You're going to see this girl a lot of places. You're going to see this face. You're going to hear this name. And, um, I mean, you know, if i got anything to do with it, you know, I'm going in. So just, you know, stay tuned.
3: Hey, man, I love it. I love the energy, too. Poper on the air, man, with her new big thing. I call it a new big thing. Tanya Trevero's first interview, and she held it down, by the way. Definitely got to give a shout-out to her about that. Poper man, you got a home here. Anytime, place, hit us up and uh, also send us information about your casting, about your show. Keep us in touch with what's going on. Um, everybody, all the guests that I have on the show, I always play word Association, so I have five names, right? And if you can in three words or less, preferably one, I just want you to say the first thing that comes in mind when I ask you about these names. I'm just gonna say the name and you just answer with one word or three words or less if best at best. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Herman Kane. Who was that your response or you didn't know who I asked?
2: That's what I
5: said. Who? <laughs> Puffy. Logo,
3: Martin Luther King Jr.
2: The dream of all dreams.
3: Jesus Christ. <sighs> Everything. And last but not least, Tanya Entreveros.
6: Superstar.
3: That is right there, superstar on the way, on the line with Popper. Ladies, we definitely appreciate you guys coming through. You're welcome back anytime. Make sure you hit us up, and I appreciate you guys rocking with us. Any shout-outs before you go?
2: Yes, y'all follow me on Twitter. Shout out to all my image girls out there who taking care of your business, ladies, respecting yourself, making people respect you. All the girls out there who made the mistake, maybe you had a baby at a young age, but be inspired because Tanya's still pursuing her dream, finish school, doing her thing. And, um, you know, everybody out there, you got that dream, Gene, don't give up. Don't give up because it's only a matter of time. You only get out what you put in
6: it, so keep grinding.
3: No doubt, keep grinding. That is Popra from Image Cosmetics. Image Cosmetics. You guys got to look it up. She gave you all the information. Tanya, I really appreciate Tanya coming through. Popra, I appreciate you coming through. And like I said, man, don't be a stranger and reach back out. Cool. Follow me on Twitter, at @popra. Love y'all. Peace. All right. Peace. One love. So, that's, you know, they came through, showed us some love, man. Tantra Taveros with Popra, always coming through, showing us some love. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's, it's just beautiful. That should be an inspiring message to anybody out there. Who may have done what they may consider a mistake, and and I don't consider a mistake. Maybe your actions were mistakenly done, but having a child is no mistake whatsoever. I think it's a beautiful thing, and you should cherish that and love them because you know kids are beautiful, man. That those they are life. You know they're everything. Everything about a child is beautiful, even the bad ones, even the little bad ones with the with the snotty noses who are always getting into something. But anyway, I appreciate Popa coming through and Tanya Javera coming through, showing us a whole lot of love, man. That's a beautiful, that's an absolutely beautiful woman who was just on the line and she always has a plan. So, you know, look her up, hit her up on Twitter. Also, hit us up on Twitter, at symbol NC Pudgy, at symbol KRP radio show. And next week, folks, I got a co-host by the name of T-M-O-T. Name is Tmont Minister T-Mont. Um, look him up on YouTube, T M O T of O F G A. That's t of Georgia. This man's going to come through, and he's going to co-host the show with me. And, he, and T-Mont holds it down. So if you want the truth, I mean the raw truth, t definitely going to give it to you. He's going to co-host the show with me. He's going to be on probably for most of the show. I don't know how long he's going to stay, but he's definitely going to be along with us. And uh, I challenge you guys to call in and let us know. You know, what's on your mind? We're just going to talk about it with t mot man. He's going to take control of the show. I'm going to be rocking with him, and we're going to be doing some some interviews and talking about some topics. And, you know, we're just going to go in, man. But make sure, whatever you do, make sure you hit us up on Facebook, and we're going to have some links on there for you to check out T-Mont and some videos, facebook.com slash KRP Radio Show, T-M-O-T-O-F-G-A, T-Mot of Georgia. Check him out, and if, while you're on YouTube checking him out, make sure you check us out, all right? KRP Radio Show on YouTube. We got some stuff on there you might not like. B.I.G., shout-out to Poper for coming through. I'm, um, I'm sorry, Image Cosmetics, and shout-out to Tanya Chaveros. Her first debut interview right here on the KRP Radio Show. She's ready, y'all. You got to check her out. Go to Twitter. Look her up. Look up Poper, Make sure you add her. Make sure you add me. Maybe by next week we'll be at 200,000, 179,000 listeners right now. We rocking, baby. Almost a year coming up on... And we're doing what we do. I appreciate everybody coming through the show. Shout out to our sponsors, SoundTrue.com. Also got to give a special shout out to WMMG, my folks on the West Coast, and my folks down in Washington, D.C., or up in Washington, D.C. Shout out to you folks. Every Wednesday night, man, 8 p.m., we rocking AM Radio WMMG. Also shout out to my folks over there at the Frederick Douglass Foundation who sponsors us, Faulkner. And a B.I.G. special shout out to the Autism Society and Allen's Trucking for always holding us down, always showing that sponsorship love. I appreciate it. Catch you guys next week, man, with T-Mont, T-Mont of Georgia, the minister of the hard truth. T-Mont, you guys, make sure you come on the show and check us out next week. We are out of here. One love.
0: Well, real goal recognize, real goal, recognize, real goal, recognize, real, real Only gon' recognize,
2: still,
1: still recognize I will. like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get the shine, let's
2: go your hands.